You're listening to the So You Think You're Intuitive podcast, a podcast to help you reactivate, grow, and trust your intuition so you can live a more empowered and connected life. Join me, Natalie Miles, spiritual mentor and psychic medium, every Wednesday for inspired conversations, guidance, and practical tips on how you can work with your intuition in your everyday life. Because who doesn't want to trust their intuition more? Welcome back to So You Think You're Intuitive. I'm Natalie Miles, spiritual mentor and psychic medium, taking you on this journey to reactivate and trust your intuition. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. Um, It's a full moon week. I realized that I said in the October upgrade message that the full moon was going to be on October 13th and that would have made it Monday, but it isn't. It is this Sunday. So yeah, we are really building to the energy of the full moon this week. Um, It's a week of clearing out. It's a big week of realizations. There might be things that trigger you this week because we are really feeding into that energy of the embodiment. Um, The embodiment being the theme for October that I channeled through and you can go and have a listen to the full October upgrade message. But yeah, we are really being asked this week to practice the embodiment and to really bring out our values and our visions and bring them out into the exterior world versus them just being thoughts in our minds and yeah, practicing the embodiment. So a couple of announcements. This evening there is a This evening, there is the first ever psychic online circle that I'm hosting. And this is a circle for you to practice your intuitive gifts and receive messages from spirit. They are a little bit different from the other online circles, the monthly online circles that I've been hosting. These are going to be a safe space for you to practice giving messages to other people in the circle as well. So I'm going to be taking the group on a psychic guided meditation where you can receive your own messages and then the space will be opened up and you will go into smaller groups so that you can give and receive messages to others. This is open to all levels of intuition, whether you're a beginner and you've never shared a message to anyone before and the thought of it makes you stick to your stomach and like, mm, I don't think I could even do that. You are welcome to join this circle. I practiced this in last month's online circle without letting people know and people really surprised themselves. They were like, I didn't think I could give messages to others and what I shared was correct and the other people could take it. So if you're a beginner or you are the more seasoned intuitive and you want to develop your gifts further and give more detailed messages to people, please join us this evening. I'm really excited about this. There aren't a lot of spaces in the online space for you to practice your intuition with different people. So if you feel called, join us. It's this evening, 6.30 p.m. PST, and it is $25 to join. 
and my more traditional online circles. This month is going to be held October 31st. It's going to be a Samhain circle to celebrate our ancestors. I am not a massive fan of Halloween. I find it all to be very gimmicky. Um, that's making us spend loads of money on things and it all kind of, it takes away the sacredness of this time. So if you're looking for something more sacred where you want to celebrate your ancestors and reflect on the journey so far, this has got some real kind of spiritual new year energy to it. So yeah, come and join us. The title of the circle is Celebrate Our Ancestors. So yeah, we are going to be connecting to them. There's going to be a ritual guided meditation. You're going to receive messages from your ancestors and also we're going to do a bit of uh, healing our ancestor story energy as well and doing some healing so link to both of these events the psychic circle and the Sawen celebrate our ancestors there will be links in the show notes of how you can sign up but for both of them it's $25 oh and yeah I forgot to mention there is a discount if you want to join both circles there is a $10 discount so if you sign up to the psychic circle and the Sawen circle you get them for $40 instead of $50 so it's $10 off and to get that option you have to go to the psychic circle page anyway it's all outlined in the show notes and on my website as well so yeah go there and all the information is there so if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, I have been doing Q&As where people have been submitting their spiritual intuitive based questions and I've been answering them and I haven't done any for a while. So I wanted to answer some of your questions. So yeah, here goes. Jenny messaged me and she said, I am a high school teacher working in a low socioeconomic area. I love my work with my teenage students. It can be draining as well as rewarding. But I hear people say not to spend time with negative people or people who seem to take your energy, even though I'm not sure that happens. But how else will these young people learn how to reframe their thinking or see different perspectives than they may be getting elsewhere or learn? I work full time, so I spend much time with these young adults and I don't reach all of them, but I do my best. What do you think about letting go of people in your life that don't necessarily make it easier? Great question, Jenny. Firstly, thank you for all that you do with these high school students. So to look at this, I want to go to one thing that you say in this paragraph. I love my work with my teenage students. That's all that matters. Just because other people are saying, oh, well, you shouldn't work with negative people or people that take your energy, that's their own perspective. And for them, the thought of working with high school students might be, you know, it might not be energetically aligned for them. They might not connect to it. But because you love that you're helping them to reframe their thinking and see different perspectives, this could actually, instead of draining you, can be building you up and giving you part of your sole purpose. I think for you, it's just to reframe that these high school students, I mean, they're not negative and they're not taking your energy. You're actually seeing that you're giving something to them that can help further them. 
if these students are draining you and you do feel tired, because I bet you there are days where you're like, oh, this is really intense. They are being difficult today or I'm feeling overwhelmed by the energy in the classroom. All I would say is just practice some self-care for yourself, whether it is taking some time out to rest and recharge at weekends and just make sure that you're not giving all the time. And if you want to cut some of the energy cords, have a salt bath when you come home from school because you need to recalibrate your own energy and reclaim some of your own energy. So I don't think it's about letting go of people in your life that don't necessarily make it easier for you because working with these students is something that brings you great joy. But you know in your heart when you should stop working with them and it doesn't feel aligned. You will know in your space where it's like, okay, yeah, need to step away from working with these students in this way or I need to create new boundaries or I need to reclaim some of my energy back. Yeah, just tune into that. But I hope that helps and the love of your work really does come through the energy from your message. The next question is from Kate. She actually submitted this question into the Heal Your Ancestor Story Roundup. For those who are doing the Heal Your Ancestor Story online workshop that I have, I am doing monthly check-in calls between now and December and they get to submit questions on things that have been coming up for them during the Heal Your Ancestor Story process. And I felt really cool to share this question to the larger podcast because it's a really important topic. And I wanted to share it with you. So here goes. Kate says, something that's coming up for me that I keep being called to ask you is about depression and suicide. My mum said something to me a while ago that it seems like suicide is far more prevalent and common than ever in her lifetime. I think depression has always been an issue. It's just more talked about now. And we have more awareness of mental health. On a spirit level, you have said before that sometimes a soul decides it's time to leave and they just do it quickly. Accidents, sickness, etc. What does spirit have to say about suicide? Do you have an idea why it would be potentially more common in recent years? Even just in the news with celebrities, it seems to be happening more. Such an important question. So my own understanding when I've connected to spirit and I've asked this question around suicide is that it's not the soul's choice to take their own lives. It's a conscious choice on the human level by the conscious mind. Those who take their own lives through suicide, it isn't a predetermined plan. The soul before it's reincarnated into a human body doesn't make a plan. It doesn't say, oh, what I'm going to do is I am going to leave this body via suicide. It doesn't come with a predetermined plan of going out that way. It is a conscious mind choice. And the soul is always trying to do its best to support us and guide us and protect us. But there is free will. There is free will within the conscious mind. And when I have connected to people, souls who have passed over through suicide, there is no judgment. There is no condemnment. They are treated exactly the same on the other side. 
there is love, there is compassion, there is sometimes a lot of forgiveness that comes through from the soul of the person from the other side trying to connect, asking for forgiveness from the loved ones who they have left behind. And there are sometimes these souls are also still coming to terms with their actions. I have done a couple of readings where they have really been still kind of trying to process that they are now on the other side and that they aren't in human form. But spirit makes it very clear that there is no judgment and that everyone is treated the same. And Kate, to go back to your question asking, well, why is it potentially more common in recent years? It is because there is this feeling of like we're disconnected from the collective. There is more anxiety and depression and overwhelm and people not feeling in commas in control of their lives or the seeing that there are options or that they aren't feeling supported. And there is an in increase in mental health issues and the support not being there, the funding not being there in communities, the education in communities. Yes, of course, there are people doing amazing work within this field, but there's an increase of it because more people are being impacted by this. As you say in your question, depression has always been an issue and it is just being more talked about now. And we do have that awareness, which is amazing. But as the world seems to become more chaotic, the choice of suicide becomes more prevalent. Okay, I hope that answers your question. Thank you for bringing this really important topic to the podcast. If you want to submit a question to the podcast to be answered, please email podcast at natalie-miles.com. Ideally, leave me a voice memo because I'd love to hear your voices. I've really enjoyed including your voices into this podcast too. So send me a voice memo. You can record it on your phone. Just mention your name, where you're from in the world and a short question. And just to remind you that it can't be a personal question or something that you're going through. It needs to be an intuitive or spirit based question that you have. So in a lot of the podcasts, I have been talking about that we are being prepared as we approach 2020 and that there is a very special energy of 2020. And I wanted to do a podcast on it. And I've been talking about this energy of 2020 since the start of the year, but I haven't formulated it into one big episode. So here goes. I want to talk about what we're being prepared for right now as we approach 2020 and what you can do and what we're being asked to do and how what we're being prepared for right now is going to help us next year. So I've been saying that 2020 has very similar energy to 2012 and 2012 there was a lot of talk and a lot of chatter that there was a lot of ascension and there was a big spiritual awakening in 2012. It was connected to the mind calendar, the end of the mind calendar. There was a lot of doomsday fear, kind of end of the world stories. But looking back at 2012 on a spiritual ascension based way, we were really upgraded in 2012. It was such a big transformational year and 
if you've listened to other podcasts, I say, just take a moment and reflect on what happened to you in 2012. I know a lot happened for me. It was the end of my five-year relationship. My work life changed, where I live changed. My connection to my intuitive gifts really changed. And 2020 has that energy, a time of new vibrations, transformations, and there is going to be lots of change on the exterior. In our exterior world, 2020, there is going to be lots of change. So as we build to this change, so 2019, we're being asked to do lots of interior work, lots of deep internal emotional clearing work because the result of that around really looking at the interior is that it changes the exterior and makes it align and so the exterior matches the new vibrational frequencies that we are feeling on the interior. It's releasing what is no longer energetically aligned for us. When I've mentioned in the past that 2020 has very similar energy and qualities to 2012, people have kind of gone into fear-based mentality. They've said to me, oh my gosh, Nat, does this mean that I'm going to have a really bad year in 2020? Because 2012 was one of the most difficult years of my life. And oh, I just don't want to repeat the same things. Is this going to happen? I lost my job. I had health problems. I had money problems. The answer is no. But it's also connected to your own thoughts, which I'm going to talk about as well because how we emotionally process everything right now is all connected to this energy. Because as intuitives, we're being prepped to be grounded, grounded in this plane so that we can connect to the energy of being in this world and not escaping to different ethereal planes. That is really important. That was the September upgrade message about anchoring in. That was a real important time of practicing anchoring in. And we were asked to do that so we can continue to do that. Just because it's a theme for one month doesn't mean you just stop doing it. It means that we're building. What we're we're learning now, we're building. So we can take all the learnings from 2019, release and let go what we need to so that we can really be of a certain frequency of vibration as we move into 2020. So yeah, as intuitives, we're being prepped to be grounded, to clear out old ancestral patterning, limiting beliefs, fears, trauma, anger, what keeps us small, what keeps us small, and to end the loop, end the loop on things that have been hanging around that you know that you've got to deal with, but you keep pushing them aside and be like, yeah, yeah, that's not a problem, or pushing emotions down and pretending that they don't exist. This year, we've really been having to look at all of those things, especially the limiting beliefs, especially the ancestral patterning and our connection to the stories of our ancestors, our family stories, looking at them, healing them, breaking free from the patterns. It has been a year of that. 
And why are we being asked to look at that? So that when we move into this energy of 2020, we are being asked to live in new ways, to be authentic, to show up how we know we can show up and to live in new ways, to be authentic. That's why this month the theme is the embodiment. We have to practice our values on the outside. All year we've been building and clearing out the things on the inside and now we're being asked to put it on the outside, the embodiment, the self-actualization. And we're being asked to do that now and practice it now so that when it comes to 2020, we can really do that on a whole new level. We can walk our walk. We can know who we are. We know our values. We can be authentic. We can act with integrity. And of course, we're still going to be triggered by others and what's happening around us. But on the internal, we know what our essence is and that we can lead from the heart. Energetically, 2020 has the potential to bring what might be perceived as external chaos, changes of structures in our global community, but we're being asked to not feed the fear, to see that these structures are changing because they are no longer matching our vibrational frequency. They need to be upgraded. They need to change. And that's why these systems and structures around us are breaking down because they don't match us anymore. And of course, that can bring resistance as people grip onto, no, I don't want this to change. This has always been this way. Why would we need to change it? And as we face that resistance, that's why we've been doing the internal work because it's making you see the resistance for what it is and not get pulled into it and not feed the fear of this change, of this perceived chaos, and for you to see it as this needs to happen so that it can upgrade and we can change the systems and structures so it can match the vibrational frequencies. This can show up in and has already started to show up throughout 2019, but is going to increase as we move through 2020 around banking systems and money, our own personal relationships to money and banking, but also on as a global structure around how we support the systems, how we keep putting money into them to keep supporting them so that they don't fail and they don't break down. There's going to be a lot of interesting energy around money and the banking systems across the globe and do they actually work to support us and are they sustainable the way they are set up right now? Another thing this is going to impact is heads of states, our leaders um, around truth and integrity versus really how they're acting. Like this is going to be really loud in 2020. And we're seeing this preparation of that right now with what's happening with Brexit and the impeachment inquiries happening in the US and what's happening in Hong Kong, this is going to increase as we move through 2020. And another thing that I wanted to share is around our voting systems and our democratic processes. Do they work? Are they representative? Do they need to change? That's also something that is going to keep coming up. 
but something to think about as we're getting prepared for 2020. And this is going to run through 2020 as well, is it's up to us as individuals to hold this new frequency. It starts with us and then it ripples out. There then is the ripple effect. What happens if we live more heart-centered and more authentic and that we have more awareness to what is happening in the world around us? Knowledge is power. Educating ourselves of what is happening in our world is going to be really important. And to repeat it, it's up to us as individuals to hold a new frequency. That's what we're being prepped for. This is why we've been doing this interior work, this deep ancestral healing, looking at our traumas, looking at our limiting beliefs so that we can hold this new frequency so that we can choose our emotional response to the exterior world. Because we do have that. We have a choice. We can choose our emotional response to the exterior world. And this is why we've been doing the work. And this is why we've been really focusing on the interior and looking at what's not aligned so that we have the strength and the courage and the belief that we can choose the emotional response. We can feed the chaos. We could feed the fear. We could fear the panic. We could feed the anxiety. But that's not what we're being asked to look at. We're being asked to choose a new frequency and hold a new frequency so that we don't get pulled into the chaos as the systems and structures begin to change around us. And it's also important for us to realize and think that we're not just individuals having this human existence. We're not just on separate islands doing our own thing, having our own thoughts. And it feeds into something bigger. And this is why when people say, oh, well, you need to you know, watch where your thoughts are or what your emotional response is to that, because it is going to become so important that we realize that we are part of a collective so that as we become more heart-centered as individuals and we become more authentic and we live our values and we're ready to speak our truths and we choose our emotional responses, we are feeding into this collective energy and as we feed into this collective energy, the collective vibrates at a higher frequency and that is what we are being called to do, we're being prepped to do right now and we're being reminded even now, of that we are going to need to do this in 2020 more than ever. And that's why we're having this clear out. We're having a relearning. We're being prepped for what we might need to face in 2020. What are your values and will you stand by them? Or will you stick your head in the sand and pretend that you're not part of the collective and that you don't have an impact? Will you lead by example to your friends, your families, your communities? or become part of mass fear, panic, worry, anxiety, feeding into that phrase of, oh, well, things are never going to change. It's always been this way. Change isn't possible. I don't have an impact. My voice doesn't matter. My energy doesn't matter. But it does matter. And that's what we're being prepped for right now. But this is an amazing time to be on this planet. Our souls have chosen to be here at this time. It's not a mistake. Your soul has chosen to be here at this time to experience what is happening right now. 
And it's about not feeding into the energy of victimization or feeling like you're the victim, but knowing that we can all make a difference. We're part of the collective. The individual impacts the collective. We're being empowered right now. We're being prepped to empower us to realize that. There are a couple of questions that I wrote down as I was preparing for this podcast um, of questions that you can ask yourself or that you can do to prepare yourself for, you know, the energy of that's coming in for 2020 and to use them as journal points to reflect on. First one is, what has changed in your life since 2012? What has changed in your life since 2012? What have you learned about yourself? And what have you learned about the collective? And are you holding on to anything still? Is there something that you need to look at that you're still holding on to that you need to release? This week is a really good week to look at that because we have a full moon on Sunday. But yeah, those questions came through as questions to ask ourselves. And we are. We're in a time of clearing things out, getting us prepped energetically for 2020. So we don't have to carry things into next year that no longer serve us, that are not matching the same energetic frequency that we know we want to carry into next year. So you might have been noticing over this year and you might notice as we move into 2020, so you might see a breakdown and a shift in your relationships, your money, career, home and space, body, health, well-being, and asking yourself, how do I fit into this world? What's my impact on the collective how can I better myself in my own life? How can I embody my vision and values and lead with integrity and take action? How do I, how can I do that so I can impact the collective? Because we all have an impact. It's not just about leaders. It's about a collective, the group. Oh, and the other thing that keeps coming up that we've been learning and we're being prepped for 2020 is before I forget, because I really want to share this, is the return to knowing the power within, that the power lies within all of us. And it's about having that interior validation and not expecting the exterior to validate who you are and your own emotions. We've been really prepping our interior worlds so it can then show up in the exterior. And that can be really uncomfortable for so many of us of relying on the exterior validation of other people, our careers, money, um, the things in life that give us that, hey, I'm, I'm on track, I'm on the right path, I have success. Those have also been breaking down because we are really being called to know ourselves on the inside to really listen to that heart space and connect to that the power is within us. And why are we being prepped to that? So that we can choose our emotional responses to the exterior world so that we can embody our vision and our values. The last thing I want to share on this is I wrote down 2020 and I just asked Spirit to like just channel some, I just wanted to write some words down. And this is what um, came through. I wrote 2020 and then it just said discernment, power, truth, justice, collective, 
new discoveries break down new energies. And then they said, no, these aren't new energies. We aren't going to be experiencing new upgrade energies in 2020. They've always been here. We're just becoming aware of them. We're returning to them. We're waking up to them. We're reactivating what's always been within us. It's not about newness. It's not about new frequencies. It's just a, a return to the frequencies that have always been there, but we haven't been able to hold space for them. And that is what we are being called to look at in 2020. And this returning to this energy, yeah, is on the interior. And then that is going to impact our exterior on a personal level and for the collective as a whole. But there's nothing to fear. Just keep moving through your life, trusting what you need to keep, what you need to let go. If things are breaking down and crumbling around you, I know it can be really painful, but we're being called to realize that we need to go through these breakdowns, the things, the structures that have given us support. We need to trust that they're crumbling and moving away for a reason. And it might not make sense now. None of it might make sense now. Your whole life might be shifting and changing, but know that when you look back at this time, it will all make sense. It will all make sense. So trust the journey, trust the unknown, trust what's being shown to you or what isn't being shown if you are feeling alone and disconnected. Know that you are being guided and that you are being held and that you are being prepped for the energy of 2020 and trust the process. Trust the process. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you've enjoyed this episode, please rate and review on iTunes. It just means that more people can find the podcast, share with a friend, um, share on social media, any help greatly received and sharing the message of this podcast. And if you fancy joining the Psychic Circle tonight, head to the show notes and sign up to join us. And yeah, I'm going to be back next week with another episode it is a guest episode next week and it's a really insightful conversation can't wait to share it with you have an amazing rest of your week and i will see you next week bye